all set to go here with the starting lineups. And we'll take a look at the Yankees first. We mentioned that there was some uh, discrepancy in the starting lineup for the Yankees. Tommy Tresh, who has been suffering from a cold, tonsillitis, and somewhat of a sore throat, was a questionable starter. He did not play, as you know, yesterday in the final spring exhibition game against the Giants. But he is going to try it today. It's such a spectacularly beautiful day that Tommy, although he does not feel good, has decided to play. Had he not been able to play, Gene Michael would have taken his spot. The starting lineup for the Yankees on this opening day, 1969, Horace Clark at second base. Jerry Kenny in center field, batting second. Bobby Mercer at third base, hitting third. Roy White batting cleanup, playing left. Joe Pepitone at first base. He's batting fifth. Tommy Trash will hit sixth and play shortstop. Bill Robinson will be in right field, batting seventh. Jake Gibbs will do the catching. He'll hit eighth. And Mel Stottlemyre will pitch and bat ninth. For the Washington Senators, under the guidance of freshman manager Ted Williams, wearing uniform number nine, Dale Unser will start it off. He'll lead off and play center field. Ed Stroud will be in right field, batting second. Frank Howard, who's 44 home runs last year, led the American League in that department and all of baseball. He'll bat third and play left. Mike Epstein will hit in the cleanup spot and play first base. Ken McMullen will play at third base and bat fifth. Hitting sixth and playing second, Tim Cullen. Ed Brinkman will be the shortstop, batting seventh. Paul Casanova will do the catching. He'll hit eight. And Camilo Pasquale, who won 12 and lost 12 in 1968, will do the pitching, and he'll bat ninth. So there you have it, the starting lineups for this opening day, 1969. And what a spectacular day. We mentioned it before. Temperature 70 degrees. Beautiful clear skies. It's the kind of a day when you're a ball player, you say, brother, give them all to me just like this. We mentioned before, this is the beginning of the 100th centennial anniversary for professional baseball. The Cincinnati Red Stockings had the first all-pro team back in 1869. There were professional ball players prior to this, but the 1869 Cincinnati Ball Club was the first all-professional team. To give you a little idea of how things have changed back in... 1869, the entire ball club's salary totaled only 9,500. The rawest rookie in the major leagues today gets 10,000. So there's quite a change. We'll be looking at some new changes this year. The mound's been shortened from 15 inches to 10. The strike zone has been dropped. It was from the shoulders to below the knee. Now it's been raised to just above the knee and lowered to the armpits. And also the 22nd rule will be in effect this year. With no runners on base, the pitcher, after the batter takes his position, must deliver the ball within 20 seconds. I want to point that out. It isn't from the time that the pitcher gets the ball from the catcher. The batter must be in position to hit, and then the umpire will point his finger toward the pitcher, and this in turn will dictate that the count is on for 20 seconds. So those three new innovations have been written in the rule books for 1969. As you know, we went through some various experimental phases with pinch runners and pinch batters in spring training, and they were used only during the training session, although they will be tried in some minor leagues throughout the 
minor league structure of baseball and possibly in 1970 if they are proved fruitful and are worthy of it may be entered into the rules a week from tomorrow incidentally the Yankees open up at the stadium against these same Washington Senators and that will give you your first opportunity to see Ted Williams in action as a manager he was kind of a nervous guy before the game manager Ralph Houck who's been through this many times before sat composed and relaxed but we're about ready to go. Pasquale gets a sign from Casanova, and the 1969 season is underway with a high fastball. It's ball one to Horace Clark. Ken McMullen at third. Ed Brinkman at short. Tim Cullen at second. Mike Epstein at first. The inner defense for the Senators. Pasquale again. The 1-0 delivery. It's hit high in the air into short center field. Dale Unzer drifting in, waiting. He's got it. One away. The season officially underway as Horace Park flies into short center field. One up, one down. And now the young rookie Jerry Kenny coming on. Kenny batting from the left side, as did Horace Clark. Ken McMullen in tight at third. Kenny will bunt. Pasquale's first pitch is a high curve. It's right in there. Strike one. Camilo Pasquale, who holds the strikeout record for the Washington Senators, struck out 15 batters. That's the club record. That was when he was with the Senators before moving to Minnesota. The one-strike pitch to Kenny is a check swing foul just off to our right and kicks off near the TV booth. No balls and two strikes. Camilo Pasquale beginning his 16th season in the big leagues. Might mention, too, that this ballpark, formerly known as D.C. Stadium, has been changed to Robert F. Kennedy Stadium. And it is packed, a full house. The two-strike delivery by Pasquale is a curve that's in the dirt, scooped up nicely by Casanova. One ball and two strikes, one away. Ball game just getting underway. Yankees batting top of the first. Dick Hauser in his first official role during the season, coaching at third, and Elston Howard doing the same at first for the Yanks. The 1-2 pitch is a high curve over the head of Jerry Kenny. Two balls and two strikes. Bobby Mercer waiting in the on-deck circle. A lot of the press and news media from out-of-town areas here. I saw some from Boston and Baltimore. The 2-2 pitch now is Kenny Waits. Pasquale delivers. Inside, it misses. It's a 3-2 and two count. There you hear the fans. They thought they had it. The plate umpire is Jim Honachick. He's the senior umpire in the American League. Hank Soar is at first. Frank Umont at second. Bill Haller at third. And they've got a young rookie umpire, Ron Luciano, who is in left field, sort of working out. They have five umpires today. The payoff pitch. Hit sharply into center. Unzer on the move. He makes a play. That ball was hit. A fine play by Dell Unzer as Jerry Kenny unloaded on a fastball and drilled it into the gap in right center. But Unzer was right there. Two up and two down. Here's Bobby Mercer. Kenny, as you know, spent a year in the service. Mercer is just coming off of a two-year hitch. Bobby won the third base job over Bobby Cox in spring training. 
Bobby batted higher than any other Yankee this spring, hitting 365. They're only 300 batter in the spring. He's batting number three, waiting. The pitch in there, strike one. Many people tab Bobby Mercer to be one of the big stars in the American League's future. Now time has been called, and Mercer apparently wants to take a look at the baseball. Plate umpire Jim Honachick gives it the once over and says it's okay, and back it goes. With Mercer, Ken McMullen, the third baseman, has moved back a little bit, but is giving Mercer about 10 feet of the foul line. Not moving over into that hole too much. Fairly tight at third. Defense has shifted in the outfield to the right side. Here's the one-strike pitch in the dirt, and did it hit Bobby? I do not believe so. He dropped his bat. As a means of explanation, should the ball bounce in the dirt and hit the batter, it's the same as if it hit him on a fly. It doesn't make any difference whether it hits the ground first or not. Had that ball hit Bobby, he would have been awarded first base. It's a one-ball, one-strike count. Two down, nobody on, top of the first. Always a little extra tickle in your throat on opening day. Here's Pasquale. Curve is low. Two balls, one strike. That's the second time Pasquale has given Jim Honachick that long look as if to say, where was it? The field bathed completely in sunlight. The 2-1 pitch on the way. Mercer takes a change up outside for 3-1. and one. Roy White. The cleanup batter for the Yankees in the on-deck circle. Mercer with a look at Dick Hauser at third base, wanting to know, shall I take it or shall I swing? Pasquale into the windup. The 3-1 delivery is hit hard to center field. Unzer moving back near the wall, backing up. He's got it. The ball was hit sharply by Mercer as Dell Unzer retired all three Yankees, Clark, Kenny, and Mercer. Three up and three down. And the score after a half inning of play. Yanks nothing. Senators coming to bat. We all know that no one is perfect, even an Atlantic Red Ball dealer. So I imagine it's possible that someday a Red Ball dealer could forget to clean your windshield. Possible, but very, very unlikely. And even if he does, you're still ahead. Because Atlantic Red Ball Dealer Service carries a money-back guarantee. Anytime the dealer fails to clean your windshield, weather permitting, or doesn't offer to check the oil, he'll refund the cost of your gasoline. The offer may vary in some states, but Red Ball Dealer Service never varies. That's what makes it so great. Near to home or far away, whether the dealer is an old friend or a stranger, you just drive in at the Red Ball sign and relax. You know your car will be well taken care of, because Atlantic Red Ball service is always the same for every customer, every time. It's so good, it's guaranteed. Mel Stottlemyre. Warming up for the Yankees. Mello had a banner year last season for the Yanks, winning 21 and losing only 12. Last season, Mel was 4-1 and one against the Senators. Camilo Pasquale, 3-1 and one against the Yankees. So this is quite a battle. These pitchers have been effective 
against their opposition. Stottlemyre 4-1 and 68 against Washington. Pasquale 3-1 and against the Yankees last year. This will be Stottlemyre's fourth opening day assignment. He's got a record of 2-1 and in those assignments. And his only loss was to Camilo Pasquale. That was back on April the 21st, 1965. Leading off for the Senators, Dale Unzer. He'll be followed by Ed Stroud. And then by the big guy, Frank Howard, batting in the number three spot. Coaching for the Senators, Nellie Fox at first base, Wayne Twilliger at third. Mercer's moved in tight at third base. Unzer will bunt. He chokes up quite a bit from the left side. Waiting. Stottlemyre's first delivery is right down the middle. Strike one. He zipped that in there with a little extra. Outfield defense is shading Unzer to the opposite field. Kenny has moved into the gap in left center. White guarding the line in left. Robinson giving a big slice of the right field line to Unzer. Unzer started a bunt and takes one outside. One ball, one strike. The field in perfect condition. You walked around it out there. It's absolutely perfect. The 1-1 pitch done there by Stottlemyre. Hit sharply up the middle. It's in there for a single. Well, the first batter for the Senators, Dell Unzer, lines a single sharply up the middle, and that is the first hit for the 1969 baseball season anywhere. The Giants and the Braves play in Atlanta tonight, and Cincinnati and the Dodgers are playing in Cincinnati. Ed Stroud is stepping in. Unzer at first. Stroud, a left-hand hitter waiting as Stottlemyre sets, delivers. Outside corner, strike one. Beautiful fastball, just ticked the corner. Yankee infield, Tresh at short, Clark at second, very tight, double play depth. Stroud can run and so can Unzer at first. Stottlemyre coming into a set position. Mel ready. Kicks. Delivers. There's a chopper over Stottlemyre's head. Clark up with it. Has to go to first base. And getting by him down to second is Del Unzer. Forrest Clark had to come in front of Unzer. And the only play he had was at first base. Well, you hear the hand for the big guy. Frank Oliver Hondo Howard. Who can forget 10 home runs in 20 times at bat spread over six games last year? Captured the headlines and the fancy of baseball fans everywhere. Big guy held out a lot and he is not in top shape at the moment. Came in very late, but he got that big $100,000. Stottlemyre's first delivery to Howard. A ground ball. Mercer to his left. He has it. It's going to be a long throw. It's in the dirt. A nice pickup by Pepitone. Bobby Mercer was playing deep for Howard, went almost to the shortstop position, threw the ball low, and Pepitone scooped it out, holding at second base, Del Unzer. Fine play by Bobby Mercer. You can bet that these youngsters, like Mercer and Kenny, are going to be a little tight today. And even the veterans tighten up on days like this. Mike Epstein, who had a disappointing season last year, has never really hit the peaks expected of him as stepping in right now. 
Unzer at second. Stottlemyer kicks, delivers, and Epstein takes a slider in there, strike one. Epstein batted 234 last year, 13 home runs, and only 33 RBIs. Hits from the left side. He's waiting. Stottlemyer kicks again and delivers this one low. One ball and one strike. Two outs. No score. We're in the last of the first inning. Del Unzer, who has the only hit in the ball game, is on at second base. A leadoff single by Unzer. He went to second on the ground out by Stroud and held when Frank Howard bounced out to Bobby Mercer. President Richard Nixon watching the action. Second time he's thrown out the first ball, once as a vice president in 59. All right, Stottlemyre sets the 1-1 delivery. is outside Epstein. Two balls and one strike. Stottlemyre had his usual fine spring in exhibition games. At an earned run average of 0.45. He's ready again. The pitch by Mel is just outside. Three balls and one strike to Mike Epstein. On deck, Ken McMullen, another holdout artist this spring. Stottlemyre once again, the 3-1 delivery to Epstein on the way. And Epstein takes a curve inside for ball four. A base on balls to Mike Epstein. The Senators have runners at first and second with two down. The batter now, third baseman Ken McMullen. This ought to be a rather interesting year for baseball fans everywhere. Ted Williams, no question that he's the finest hitter in our generation, possibly of all time. And he's got a lot of young ballplayers with promise, like McMullen, Epstein, Casanova, who are not hitting up to par. So it'll be interesting to see just exactly how, what he can do and how much he can do with these men. Ken McMullen, one of those youngsters who batted only 248 last year, waiting, takes a slider outside for ball one, as Salomire has lost that plate momentarily. The Yankees will rely heavily on their fine pitching of Stottlemyre, Bonson, Peterson, Burback, Kekich, Talbot, right down the line. The 1-0 pitch. There's a ground ball. One hopper back to Stottlemyre. Mel flips over to Pepitone, and the side is retired. So Stottlemyre, who ran into some hot water in the first inning, gets out of it. No runs, a base hit, two left. And the score after one full inning of play... Yanks nothing, Washington nothing. I'm home, honey. Uh, don't tell me, Doris. Let me guess. You found a new way to spend money, right? Well, Herbie, uh, not exactly. New clothes, new drapes, something new for the kitchen, maybe a bathing suit this time, huh? You're huh? wrong, Herbie. I talked to that nice man at Schenectady Trust. Huh? He told me they have a way that makes saving money easier than spending it. Well, so far, so good. Schenectady Trust calls it Save-A-Mate. Save it's made for people who find it hard to save, especially these days. Well, we'd certainly qualify. But what makes Save-A-Mate so special? Because it's so easy. Schenectady Trust automatically transfers the money from our checking account into yeah. a savings account. Mm. Just for us. As little as $10 a month or as much as we want. 
That's why they call it save mate mm. And when we want or need to buy something, we'll have the money for it in our save mate account. You know, you're great, Doris. You you were smart to let Schenectady Trust show us the easy way to save you. I, I could hug you. <laughs> Schenectady Trust, member FDIC. Well, there's quite a sign on the board out there as we get ready for the second inning, and it says, Hello, Mickey Mantle, wherever you are. I don't know that Mickey's in the stands. We didn't see him around. But I'm sure that on today, of all days, Mickey will miss not being here as much as any other day this season. Camilo Pasquale. He'll face Roy White, Joe Pepitone, and Tommy Tresh. Camilo Pasquale, who's third on the all-time strikeout list for active pitchers. He's into the windup. Big curve over the head of Roy White for ball one. White, a switch hitter, batting from the left side. In fact, Clark, Kenny, Mercer, White, Pepitone, Tresh will all go up there from the left side. Swing and a miss by Roy White. One ball and one strike. Roy, as you recall, did not have the benefit of a complete spring training. It wasn't until March 20th that he was clear of his Army duty. Pasquale, the 1-1 pitch. Fastball is high. Two balls and one strike. Camilo Pasquale is 20-26 and 26 lifetime against the Yankees. Pasquale ready again. The 2-1 delivery. White waiting. Fouls it off on the right side. Two balls, two strikes. Now Pasquale kicking at the rubber. Camilo Pasquale, in his career before today, of course, has struck out 2,102 batters. The 2-2 pitch to White. Curve is in there. The low, pardon me, three balls and two strikes. Three and two the count. Roy White taking a breaking pitch just below the knees. Now the payoff pitch coming up. White waiting. Pasquale delivers. Outside, ball four, and Roy White, who can run those bases, moves down to first. A leadoff base on balls. First Yankee base runner, and that'll bring up Joe Pepitone. Paul Casanova yelling something to Pasquale, pointing to the infielders. Ed Brinkman at short, Tim Cullen at second. Roy White, who can go down that line or steal a base. On at first. Pepitone stepping in. Nobody out. Outfield shifted to the right. Pepitone. Waiting. The pitch is on the ground foul. Past Ellie Howard down the right side. Last year, Roy White stole 20 bases. And he tied Horace Clark for the team lead in that department. Of course, it's Youth and Speed, 1969 edition of the New York Yankees. Pepitone, one of the veteran ballplayers. He's waiting as Pasquale gets a sign from Casanova. There goes White. The pitch is taken. Casanova's throw is... Not in time, and White steals his first base. Ed 
Brinkman thought he had him, but Roy White gave a beautiful fadeaway slide to the inside of the bag. Not many men can do that. Usually they go the other way. And he beat the tag, so Roy White is on at second base. And while we're waiting for the dust to clear, let's pause for station identification. Bill Edwardson here, Monday through Friday at 7 in the morning and 1 in the afternoon on WGY Schenectady, New York. White at second, nobody out. Pepitone the hitter, one ball and one strike. And now he wants to pull the ball to advance White to third. And on that, Pasquale, who's been around a few years, as we mentioned, he's starting his 16th year as a pitcher, has a little conference with his catcher, Casanova. He'd like to get Pepitone to hit to the left side so White would not be able to advance. Any ground ball to the right side to Cullen at second or Epstein at first will move White over to third with only one out. On the other hand, Pepitone might... Hit something where nobody's standing. There's a curve that's low and inside. Two balls and one strike. Joe Pepitone. He's being deliberate, stepping into the box. Camilo Pasquale taking plenty of time. The Yankees on their first scoring threat of 1969 with White at second. Here's the pitch to Pepe. Hit high in the air into center field. Roy White will not tag up. He cannot go anyplace. And Camilo Pasquale did what he wanted to do. He held Roy White at second base as Pepitone flies to center. There have been four outs in this ball game, and Del Unzer has made all of them. Clark flied to center, Kenny lined to center, Mercer flied to center, and now Pepitone has flied to center. White holding at second, and that'll bring up Tommy Tresh, who is a just a probable starter before the game got underway. And he said that he wanted to play. It was opening day. You must remember the Yankees are off tomorrow and then they do not play until Wednesday night. So Tommy, after this game, can go home and go to bed for almost two days. Tresh, as they say, playing on sheer guts alone. He doesn't feel good, but he's going to play. There goes White for third. The throw is not in time and White has stolen second and third Tresh took the ball it was outside it's ball one on Tommy Tresh as Roy White got a blazing jump no chance for a play the ball kicked away from McMullen but even had it been a good throw White was there how do you like that two stolen bases and Roy White did what Pepitone couldn't do he got to third base anyway Tommy Tresh now with the infield in. Now Brinkman, the shortstop, has moved into a halfway position. Cullen moves back a little bit. Pasquale taking his windup delivers, and the ball is sliced off into the Yankee dugout from the bat of Tommy Tresh. One ball and one strike. <laughs> I see a man with a hat on and a business suit who brought a glove with him. He's standing right at the railing, ready to catch anything that comes his way. I've got to say, there's a baseball fan. We used to call him Baseball Nuts or Baseball Joes, but he brought his glove with him. People sitting here in their shirt sleeves, those that are in the sun, beautiful day. Can't get over it. 70 degrees. The 1-1 pitch as Tresh waits. Here it comes. Sharply hit for a base hit, and the Yankees lead one to nothing as White 
comes across. Tommy Tresh lined a sharp single between Epstein and Cullen into right field. And the Yankees take the lead, 1-0. So Tommy Tresh off to a good start in his first at-bat. And isn't it always the way Tommy feels miserable? And Eddie walks up there and stroked a curveball solidly into right field. And the Yankees lead 1-0. Bill Robinson stepping in. Tresh at first. One away. Top of the second. Yankees leading 1-0. Camilo Pasquale getting the sign from Paul Casanova. Throws the first. Tresh back in plenty of time. Senators, they're dug out on the right side. Yankees on the left side. There's a high, tight, fastball. It misses to Robinson. Ball one. Described that a little more accurately. The Yankees on the third base side. The Senators on the first base side. Pasquale. Ready again. Robinson waits. Here's the pitch. Hard hit ball to McMullen. Bobbles it at third again. Then throws the second in time to get Tresh. Ken McMullen bobbled the ball twice, but he did manage to pick it up in time to get Tommy Tresh at second base. The ball was hit so sharply that McMullen had a chance to kick it around a while and still get Tommy. Robinson holds that first base on the force, and that'll bring up Jake Gibbs with two outs. Pasquale running into trouble here in the second inning. Stottlemyre had a bad inning in the first with a hit and a walk, a couple of men getting on, but managed to survive without giving up a run. Bill Robinson, another one of the young speedy Yankees, on at first. The pitch to Gibbs is right in there, strike one. Yankees, as we mentioned, off tomorrow. They play again Wednesday night, and it'll be Stan Bonson, the Yankees Rookie of the Year last season, going up against the young rookie, at least in age, Joe Coleman for the Senators. He's not a full-fledged rookie, but he seems to be. He's only 22 years old. The one-strike pitch coming up to Gibbs as Robinson breaks. The ball is in the dirt, and Bill will have himself a stolen base. Third stolen base this inning. Casanova had no control over this one. That ball bounced in the dirt, and the best he could do was block it. And we might say also in defense of Casanova, the Yankee runners are getting their jumps on Pasquale, not on the catcher. Isn't much that Casanova can do, even though he's got one of the finest arms in baseball to throw these men out, because they are really moving, and they've got big leads by the time Casanova ever gets around to getting the ball. So whoever is helping them, they're reading Pasquale just right and getting good jumps. Robinson now at second base. Gibbs waiting. One ball, one strike, two down. Here's the pitch to Jake. He hits one sharply into left field. It drops in for a base hit. Here comes Robinson, and the Yankees are out in front two to nothing as Jake stuck out his bat and lined a single to left. The Yankees and the stolen base. We talked about youth and speed, and never was it pointed up more than in this inning. With White stealing second and third and scoring on a hit by Tresh, 
Robinson stealing second and scoring on a single by Gibbs. Yankees move out in front two to nothing. Now Mel Stottlemyre. Stottlemyre, the sixth batter for the Yankees in this inning. Two down, Gibbs at first. Defense straight away for Stottlemyre. Not too deep either in the infield or the outfield. Mel drills one hard to left. Frank Howard backing up one hand and that ball was really hit. Stottlemyre never hit a ball any harder, but the big guy backed up and one-handed it to take a possible extra base hit away from Mel. For the Yankees, two runs on two base hits, one man left. Three stolen bases in that inning for the Yankees. And the score after an inning and a half, it's the Yankees two and the Senators nothing. Mel Stottlemyre has now got himself a little cushion out there. It's the Yankees two and the Senators nothing. And he'll be going up against Tim Cullen, Ed Brinkman, and Paul Casanova in the bottom of the second. Tim Cullen, good defensive second baseman, has never been too much in the hitting department. Cullen from the right side waiting as Stottlemyre delivers a slider that misses for ball one. Cullen wearing uniform number one. He's waiting. The 1-0 pitch, a chopper to third. Bobby Mercer has this one easily. He flips over to Pepitone. It's one away. That's the kind of action you'd like to see when Mel Stottlemyre is out there. When those ball players are hitting that ball on the ground, that he's sharp. That sinker is moving. One away, and the batter now is Ed Brinkman. This is another of the youngsters that manager Ted Williams is concentrating on. Brinkman batted only 187 last year. Six feet, 170 pounds, and he has choked up way off the end of that bat. Takes a strike right in there. Brinkman now is going into the pitch more. He's choking way up. Good six or seven inches off the handle. You'd have to see it to believe it. Has changed completely. He's waiting. Stottlemyre delivers. Brinkman takes low and outside. One ball, one strike. Nothing but ones out there. Ball one, strike one, one out. Brinkman with uniform number 11. Yankees are leading 2-0, last of the second. Stottlemyre ready. The 1-1 pitch fouled off on the left side, and that'll dribble into the Yankee dugout. The outfield has pulled in quite a bit with Brinkman up there. Brinkman came to the Senators way back in 1962. He's waiting. The pitch by Stoudemire swung on a miss. Strike three. Got him on a curve. First strike out of the ball game for either pitcher. Two away. And the batter now is Paul Casanova. And here is another of Ted Williams' youngsters that he'd like to convert into a better hitter. Last year, Casanova batted only 196. Spent part of the year at Buffalo. Paul has
had some problems with the front office and that uh, there was a temperament thing going, sort of a personality clash. Fine defensive catcher. Waiting. Takes a strike right in there. No balls, one strike, two outs, nobody on. Casanova batting in the number eight spot. Casanova, slightly closed stance from the right side, waiting. Sotomayor delivers. A one-hopper, and Mel has it. He flips over to Pepitone, and Mel gets out of it easily. Three up and three down. The score after two full innings of play. The Yankees, two runs on two hits. Senators, no runs and one hit. And now more thank yous from Peels for the folks who've tried their real draft beer. Rappaport of Rockville Center says, I think Peel's Real Draft Beer is one of the finest beers that I've ever had. It's terrific. Thank you very, very, very much. Steve Stillman of Staten Island says, I just wanted to say that Peel's Real Draft Beer is very, very good. And I want to thank you for putting it out. Thank you very, very, very much. Bill Grattan of Brooklyn says, Peel's Real Draft is about the best beer I've ever tasted. It's smoother, creamier, and has greater body. Thank you very much. Thank you very, 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 very much. Why have so many people been convinced that our beer is better than their beer? We think it's simple. Peels has real draft beer in a can, and that's what makes the difference. Do us a favor. Try Peels Real Draft. And when you're convinced, let us know. So we can say to you, I Thank you very much. Camilo Pasquale will go up against the Yankees in the top of the third inning, and he'll be going up against the top of the batting order, Horace Clark, Jerry Kenny, and Bobby Mercer, all three of whom in the first inning flied out to the center fielder, Del Unzer. If you just tuned in, the Yankees got a couple of runs in the top of the second when White walked, stole second and third, and scored on Tommy Tresh's single. Bill Robinson forced Tresh at second, but then Bill stole second base and came home on Jake Gibbs' line single to left. So the Yankees are out in front. Two to nothing. We mentioned again, don't forget April 15th, opening day at Yankee Stadium with Ted Williams and the Senators going up against the Yankees. We'll have a repeat of this opening day here in Washington, and I hope we have a repeat of the weather. 70 degrees down here, spectacular day. Horace Clark, 0 for 1, stepping in there from the left side, a switch hitter. Pasquale, ready. Fires, there's a chopper to first. Epstein will make this one all by himself and does. One away. Now Jerry Kenny is taking his time as he walks up there, giving Stottlemyre a little rest. Ball players do this. In other words, Kenny doesn't want to be in there to be a second out quickly if he makes out. You hardly give your pitcher a chance to get his breath this way by taking just a little time. Then you give Mel Stottlemyre a little more time to breathe. Jerry Kenny, who lined the center field in the first inning, hit the ball sharply, but right to Del Unzer is up there and takes a big curveball high for ball one. Camilo Pasquale changing speeds a lot. Used to be strictly a fastball and sharp curveball pitcher. Now he's throwing that big balloon up there every now and then. He's ready. 
The 1-0 pitch to Kenny. Hit hard to right field. I mean real hard. Way back there. It's gone. Jerry Kenny comes up with a first Yankee home run of 1969. And he hit that. Woo-wee. The Yankees out in front by three. Kenny did not have an outstanding spring, but in these last two exhibition games, he has really come to life. Jerry batted only 217. Well, that ball jumped out of here. That was Kenny's second big league home run as Bobby Mercer steps in. There's a slow curve outside ball one. You can hear the fans buzzing on that. That ball shot out of here. No wind to help it. It just boomed out. The 1-0 pitch to Mercer. Mercer hits a high fly to right field. This could go if it's there. It's way back there. And it is a home run. Bobby Mercer into the upper deck. back home runs by the two youngsters that the Yankees have been touting all spring and the Yankees now have a 4 to nothing lead that is Bobby Mercer's second major league home run and the bullpen goes into action that ball went into the upper deck just there not more than two feet first base umpire Hank Soar running down the line made the call Bob Humphreys, right-hander, warming up for the Senators as Roy White steps up. White walked, stole second and third, and scored a run. Fastball is outside, ball one. Camilo Pasquale getting tattooed by back-to-back homers by Kenny and Mercer. You can hear the fans buzzing. This was supposed to have been a running ball, but they showed some punts that time. Here it comes, White waiting, hits a chopper to second. Cullen on the big hop, flips in time to Epstein. Two down. Now Joe Pepitone, who flied to center field in the second, steps up. Kenny, Mercer, Tresh, and Gibbs have all driven in runs. Kenny and Mercer with back-to-back homers. Pepitone waiting. Two out, nobody on. Curve drops in there, strike one. They're looking for big things here in the nation's capital from the new senators. The one-strike pitch. Curve ball hit sharply in the gap in right center. Runs are after it. Can't get it. Gets by him. Pepitone's got to go for two and holds on at second base with a double. The Yankees, with two home runs and a double, have a runner at second base, two down, and here comes Sid Hudson once again, and that'll be all for Camilo Pasquale. Sid Hudson, the ex 
right-hand pitcher for the Senators of many years ago. Now the pitching coach for Washington will be the man who will make the pitching changes. And Bob Humphreys, you may have heard it in the background, will be coming on to take up the pitching charge for Pasquale. Camilo Pasquale gave up five hits and four runs so far. Should Pepitone score, he will be charged to Pasquale. He walked only one batter and did not strike out a man. And that's uh, rather strange in the strikeout department. As we mentioned before, Camilo Pasquale is third on the all-time list with 2,102 strikeouts. He's behind Jim Bunning, who pitches for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Bunning has 2,493. And Don Drysdale of the Los Angeles Dodgers has 2,462. So Pasquale did not have a strikeout and had a rather rough afternoon, particularly in the second and third innings. And there you hear the hand for Camilo Pasquale as he leaves the field. Bob Humphreys has come on to take up the pitching chores from Camilo Pasquale. William Robert Humphreys, uniform number 23, is not too big. 5'10", 170 pounds. So the right-hander facing Tommy Tresh, who singled in the first Yankee run on the second inning. Pepitone second. The first pitch to Tommy. It's a knuckleball. Swung on a miss. Strike one. Humphreys, who has developed a knuckleball, he started last year, has picked up in his pitching precision quite a bit. He didn't have that knuckleball. Once he got it, he got better. All right, Humphreys ready again. The one strike delivery, another knuckleball, hit high to right field. Waiting for it is Ed Stroud. Waiting, the ball comes down and Stroud makes the play. So the Yankees are out of there, but they come up with two runs on two hits. The home runs by Kenny and uh, make that three hits. Home run by Kenny Mercer and a double by Pepitone. No senator errors. One man left. The score after two and a half. It's the Yankees four and Washington nothing. And now four little words from Peels, the draft beer people. Thank you very much. of Peel's Real Draft Beer in Westfield, Massachusetts, Elmira, New York, Rutland, Vermont, and Teaneck, New Jersey, we say... Thank you very, very, very much. To all the Peel's fans in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, Horseheads, New York, Matawan, New Jersey, Homer, New York, and Burlington, Vermont, we say... Thank you very, very, very much. To our many admirers in New Haven, Connecticut, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, Framingham, Massachusetts, and Asbury Park, New Jersey, we say... In hundreds of towns, thousands of people are finding that our beer is better than their beer. Why? We think it's simple. Peels has real draft beer in a can, and that's what makes the difference. To all of you who've switched to Peels, whoever you are, wherever you are, we say... Thank you very much. All set to go here in the bottom of the third inning with the Yankees leading four to nothing. 
Mel Stottlemyre and Camilo Pasquale, the starting pitchers. Pasquale has been removed. Stottlemyre is still in there. And he's going up against the man who took over for Pasquale, Bob Humphreys, who takes a curve high for ball one. It'll be Humphreys and then the leadoff man, Unzer and Stroud. Humphreys waiting as Stottlemyre fires in there. One ball, one strike. Mel ready once again. Delivers a check swing foul. One ball and two strikes. Plate umpire Jim Honachek. Hank Storr at first. Frank Umont second. Bill Haller at third. And then we've got a young rookie, Ron Luciano, who is working out along the left field line, getting his feet wet. Here's the one-two pitch, Humphreys. Bouncer toward third. Mercer up with it. Plenty of time. Fires to Pepitone. One away. Humphreys actually lost his bat as he swung at the ball. And while we wait for the leadoff man, Unzer, to come up there, let's pause for station identification. Join me, Harry Downey, weekdays 10 to 11.30 a.m. and 3 to 6 p.m. here on WGY 810 on your dial, Schenectady. Dell Unzer, who got the first base hit of the season, a sharp single to center field in the bottom of the first, is stepping up against Stottlemyre. Takes one right in there for strike one. Yanks leading four to nothing. Ready again. Fouled at the plate by Unzer. No balls and two strikes. Now Stottlemyre hitching up his pants a little bit. Defense in tight. Unzer can run. He placed behind Bonson in Rookie of the Year honors last year. He's waiting. The pitch by Malice. Slice sharply to left. White coming in. Can't get it. It gets by him. It took a crazy bounce. Unzer on his way to second, and he holds on with a double. That ball hit in front of Roy White and then kicked behind him, and White just ran right by it and couldn't hold on to it. So Unzer is now two for two, a single and a double. He has both Senator base hits. Yankees out in front, 4 nothing. last half of the third. Here's Ed Stroud, who bounced to second in the first inning. Stroud, left-hand hitter. He had one day against the Yankees last season where he had two triples and two doubles. It's this one into short left field. Roy White coming on. He got it. A one-handed catch, a rolling catch. As White actually lost the ball momentarily, went back a few steps, and then had to recover. And he did with a diving, rolling catch and gets a fine hand from the fans. Oh, boy.
Two down, and here's Frank Howard. That big six foot seven inch giant, 260 pounds, waiting. High fly, right field. Bill Robinson drifting in. Glasses down. Fighting the sun, but he's got it. Well, Stottlemyre gets out of it. No runs on a hit and one left. And the score after three full innings of play it's the Yankees, four runs on five hits, the Senators, no runs on two hits. And now. Let's listen to Phil Rizzuto with an interesting question for manager Ralph Howe. Well, Ralph, how about the division that the Yankees are in? It's uh, definitely the tougher of the two divisions, and uh, I think that it makes uh, the team up for more ball games. They won't be uh, relaxed too much. Phil, I feel the same way. I, I think most people recognize the fact that we are in the division with Detroit and Baltimore and Boston and Cleveland. And uh, I don't think this is going to hurt us too much. We it might we may not win quite as many games as you would have in the other division, but uh, I think the club will always be up. I, I think we realize that we've got the toughest teams to beat, and I think the club will stay up. And, and we're really going into this thing with the idea that we think we can take it all. Now, I know that's a little far-fetched in some points, but with the pitching we have and if these young players can just keep coming and if we get off right where they can get the confidence and know they can win I, I, it's just hard to say what will happen and we might really shake some people up well it's always hard to say just what will happen Ralph and uh, what's happened in this ball game a 4 to nothing Yankee lead back to back home runs by Jerry Kenny and Bobby Mercer it wasn't until July 7th last year that the Yankees came up with back-to-back -back home runs in a ball game. I believe that was uh, White and Costco against Baltimore at Yankee Stadium. Jerry Coleman's moved over to television to join Phil Rizzuto. I'm Frank Musser sitting in with you right now. And Bill Robinson is set to lead off as we go to the top half of the fourth inning here at Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Stadium. Robbie reached on a fielder's choice his first time up. Humphrey's first pitch to him bounces about three feet in front of the plate, and Casanova goes out toward the mound to talk to his right-hander. Robinson, after reaching on a fielder's choice, stole second, came in to score on Jake Gibbs' base hit to left field. That was run number two for the Yankees. Next pitch to Robinson. Over but low. Bounces away from Casanova. Two balls and no strikes now to Bill. Jake Gibbs on deck and then Mel Stottlemyre. Oh, what a beautiful day for baseball here in Washington. And we understand a beautiful day in the New York area. 2-0 pitch coming to the right-hand hitting Bill Robinson. Inside, ball three. Yes, sir, it's days like this that makes you want to see baseball. And Yankee fans will have their first opportunity a week from tomorrow. It'll be the Senators. 3-0 pitch from Humphreys. Over but low, ball four, and Robinson is on on four pitches. 
second walk given up by Washington pitching, the first by Humphreys. And here comes Jake Gibbs. Jake slashed a single to left field his first time up and drove in a run with it. Yankee runs have been knocked in by Tresh, Gibbs, Kenny, and Mercer, the latter two on home runs, with Mercer's going to the upper deck in right field. Epstein holding against Bill Robinson. The look over there by Humphreys. The kick, the pitch, Robinson goes. There's a high fly ball down the right side. Racing for it, the right fielder and the second baseman, and it is caught and now dropped by the second baseman. It's a fair ball. The throw to second base, not in time to get Bill Robinson. Cullen caught it and dropped it. Umpire Hank Soar says it was in fair territory, and now Cullen is putting up quite a beef. Cullen putting up quite a beef, and Ted Williams is on the field. Ted Williams has come out to protest the call by Hank Soar. An error is charged to Cullen on the play, and Ted Williams has taken the beef right now to Hank Soar, and he, they are joined out there by the plate umpire Jim Honochick. It's an error. Bill Robinson had a good break towards second. Gibbs popped it up in a shallow right down the right field foul line. Robinson stopped halfway, and when Cullen got to the ball, Robinson raced back to first. But no sooner had he got back to the bag than Cullen dropped the ball in fair territory. Robinson reversed his field, raced to second base, and Gibbs is on on an error charge to Cullen. Williams gives up the argument and goes back into the Senator dugout. baseball season. It's charged to Tim Cullen, the second baseman. Here is Stottlemyre, lined out to Frank Howard in left field. He's up there to bunt, takes the bat away, and it's a foul ball as it bounces off the end of the bat and rolls to the right side. Stottlemyre in the second inning. Hit the ball right on the nose, a line drive out into left field, and Frank Howard made a one-hand stretching catch of it, going back to the fence. Epstein down the line from first. McMullen protecting even with a bag at third. Now comes in a step. The set by Humphreys. Epstein charges. Here's the pitch. Stottlemyre bunts it. Back toward the mound. Picked up by Humphreys. Throws to third in time for the fourth play at third. Bill Robinson taking McMullen's feet out from under him as he went sliding in. So Robinson is out on the force play at third. Humphreys to McMullen. And Robinson went sliding into McMullen and upended him. They exchanged a couple of words. Gibbs goes to second, Stottlemyre at first on a fielder's choice, and Horace Clark the batter with one away. Clark has flied the setter and grounded out to Epstein unassisted at first base. 
Batting left-handed against the right-hander Humphreys. The set, and here's the pitch to Clark. He takes the first one. It's a ball outside. Clark likes to swing at that first pitch. Well, this one, obviously away from him, and he let it go. Gibbs away from second. Stottlemyre leads at first. Humphreys, high stretch. Goes behind his neck on the stretch. Kicks and deals. Clark swings and lines one up the middle into center field base hit. Gibbs will try to score on it. Here comes Unser's throw to the plate. Here comes Gibbs. He slides. He saves as the ball is knocked out of Casanova's grip. And on the play at the plate, Stottlemyre raced on to third, and Clark goes to second. They had a play on Jake Gibbs as Unser fired the ball into the plate from center field. Gibbs banged into Casanova, knocked the ball loose, and the Yankees lead five to nothing. It is a single and a run batted in for Horace Clark. He goes to second base on the throw home. The first hit and first run against Humphreys. And in the senator bullpen, right-hander Dave Bosman begins warming up. Jerry Kenny at the plate. He's one for two. He's hit a home run over the right field fence. Pitches in the dirt. Dug up nicely by Casanova. Ball one. Credit Clark with a single and a run batted in. He moved to second on the throw home. The wind up in the pitch. Low and inside. Two balls and no strikes as the Senators now have the infield in close. who has added a knuckleball to his repertoire of pitches. Takes the sign with both feet on the slab. Double pumps, kicks and throws. Fast ball is popped up on the left side. Foul territory. McMullen after it. Over toward the dugout. He has room and he makes the catch. So there is out number two. Mercer steps in. Mercer's hit the ball well twice this afternoon. He had a long fly ball to answer in center field to end the first inning. And then he put one where it couldn't be caught in the third, in the upper deck. Here at Kennedy Memorial Stadium. So Mercer is one for two. A chance to knock in a couple right now with a base hit. Four wind up by Humphreys. The pitch to him. Knuckleball is inside. Handled nicely by Casanova. Out in right field, Ed Stroud is backed off deep against Mercer. The center fielder, Unser, shades a bit toward the alley. Howard gives up the foul line and left. Shortstop Brinkman almost behind the back. Here's the pitch. Strike is called. Ted Williams was saying down in Florida he did not think that Mercer would be a pull hitter. However, the Senators are playing him as a pull hitter, especially on the infield with the shortstop way over towards second base. The pitch to him. It is looped out of the right field, and it may drop and does for a base hit. Gets by Stroud. Mercer around second. Two runs have scored. Mercer on his way to third. 
And he pulls in standing at third. The Yankees lead 7-0. A single is credited. Two runs credited in, and an error will be charged to Stroud, letting the ball get by him and allowing Mercer to go to third. So Bobby Mercer gets his second hit of the afternoon, and his second and third runs credited in. That may be all for Humphreys. Sid Hudson, the Senators' pitching coach, is on his way to the mound. That ball, a humpback line drive. It was a looper out in the sh- uh, fairly shallow right. It looked like Stroud at first wanted to make a shoestring catch. Then he tried to play the ball on a short hop, and it skipped by him. And that is not unusual this early in the season. Ballparks have, for the most part, been resotted. And those balls will take some tricky hops in the outfield. Earlier in this game, we saw two balls in the outfield take real strange bounces to get by the fielders. That will be all for Humphreys. Dave Bosman will be coming on to pitch now for the Senators. So Humphreys is credited with one full inning. He came on to retire Tresh for the final out in the top of the third. He has retired two men here in the fourth. Could have had the side were it not for the error by Cullen on Gibbs' fly ball down the right field line. The runs off Humphreys are unearned. All unearned. The three runs given up by Humphreys are unearned. And, of course... Should Mercer score, it would be an unearned unearned run to him. Humphreys has allowed three runs, two hits. He walked one, and he struck out nobody. Dick Bosman. Now coming on to pitch for the Senators. Bosman, 25-year-old right-hander, 6'3", 205 pounds, out of Kenosha, Wisconsin. As I recall, Bosman, he had a good second half of 1967 with the Senators, or a good uh, late season with the Senators. He won three and lost one uh, that year was with the club all 1968, but he only won two and he lost nine. Bosman likes to live a little dangerously at times because uh, he builds and uh, drives drag racers. Got one up to 187 miles an hour one time. Now, if he could throw a baseball that fast. <laughs> he comes in with the Yankees leading 7 to nothing here on opening day in 1969. This going generation Yankee team, given it to go this afternoon, they've had three stolen bases. They've been taking the extra base. They've hit the long ball. 
And so far, I've had fine pitching from Stottlemyre. Roy White, ready to go against Bosman. Right-hander whips the ball in, and it's uh, called strike one. If you're just joining us, Bosman the third, Senator Hurler. Pasquale started, then Humphreys. Looked at third base. Full windup by the Husky right-hander. The pitch, breaking pitch is low. Dug up nicely by Casanova. One ball and one strike to Roy White. Roy walked in the second inning, stole second, then stole third, and scored the first run of the game. In the third inning, he grounded out to Cullen at second. Mercer gives him a false start down the line from third, stops quickly. Bosman staring down to Casanova. Mercer gives him another little jump, and now White steps out. Time is called by the plate umpire, Jim Honachick. Hank Sword first, Frank Umont at second, Bill Haller at third, and Ron Luciano down the left field foul line. Pitch is low. Two balls and a strike. And again, Casanova has to dig it out of the dirt. And now the Washington catcher requests time and goes out to the mound. McMullen also comes across from third. A new look to this Yankee team this year. A bright new look. Some young faces. Young bodies. But this afternoon, anyway, performing like veterans. Jerry Kenny and Bobby Mercer. After returning from the service, provided a spark in this one, certainly with back-to-back homers in the third. Roy White led the Yankees in just about every category last year, waiting for the pitch. He fouls it back off the shin guards of Casanova. Two balls and two strikes on Roy White. Joel Pepitone is on deck. Hush has fallen over this crowd of some 44,000 this afternoon. Here's the 2-2 pitch to White. Load inside, gets away from Casanova. Here comes Mercer. He scores. Low inside pitch got away from Casanova, and Bobby Mercer raced home to make it 8 to nothing. We'll wait for the scorers ruling on it. A wild pitch is charged. The run is charged to Humphreys. It is unearned. It's an 8 to nothing ball game. The wind-up 3-2 to White. High fly ball. Shallow right field. The second baseman, Cullen, is back under it. Shading his eyes. Makes the catch. And the spot is retired. But the Yankees have scored four runs in the fourth inning. On two base hits. Two Washington errors and nobody left on base. At the end of three and a half. It's the Yankees 8, 
and the Senators nothing. And now listen for your name as Peels thanks some more fans of their real draft beer. Edward Schumann of Plainview, Long Island says, I've never enjoyed a beer as much as Peels. This is the finest beer any man could buy. Thank you very, very, very much. Barry Broth of Brooklyn says, I agree with the other people in your commercials. Peels Real Draft is the greatest. It tastes like it came out of a keg. Thank you very, very, very much. Rose Calvert of Manhattan says, I enjoy Peels Real Draft better than any beer I've ever tasted. It seems to have real body. I enjoy it. Thank you very much. Thank you very, 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 very much. In hundreds of towns, thousands of people are finding that our beer is better than their beer. Why? We think it's simple. Peels has real draft beer in a can, and that's what makes the difference. To all of you who've switched to Peels, whoever you are, wherever you are, we say... Thank you very much. Well, the Yankees have manufactured an 8 to nothing lead now for Mel Stottlemyre. As we go to the bottom half of the fourth, and Stottlemyre will work to Epstein, McMullen, and Cullen. President Nixon still in attendance. Seated between the owner of the Senators, Mr. Bob Short. Here's the pitch now to Epstein, just outside. Mr. Nixon seated between Mr. Short and Bud Wilkinson, former football coach at Oklahoma. 1-0 pitch. Epstein hits a high fly ball, straight away center. Back goes Kenny. Circles to his right. He's under it. Glove up. He's got it. Epstein flies out to Jerry Kenny in center. One down, and the batter will be Ken McMullen. McMullen slapped one back to Stottlemyre, and Mel threw him out to end the first inning. Young man owned by the Yankees led all of baseball in homers last year. Tony Solita with 51, including the playoff games. Well, now nobody on. Yankees leading 8 to nothing. Stottlemyre has a two-hitter going. The pitch. Bouncing ball hit toward Clark. Second baseman scoops it up, fires on to Pepitone in plenty of time to get McMullen two away. I'm sure you know that Ted Williams and the Senators furnished the Yankees' opposition for the opening series at Yankee Stadium beginning a week from tomorrow. Senators in... The afternoons of Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. And they'll be followed by the world champion Detroit Tigers on Saturday and Sunday. Here's the, short, the second baseman, Tim Cullen. And the first pitch is in there for a call strike. Stottlemyre with an 8 to nothing lead, getting that first pitch right over, getting a jump on these hitters. Stottlemyre pumps, kicks, and throws. Breaking pitches lined out into center field, and it's in for a base hit. Kenny charges, scoops it up barehanded, fires back to second base where Tresh takes the throw. So Cullen is on with the third hit of the afternoon for the Washington Senators. It brings up 
shortstop, Eddie Brinkman. Pete Rose and Bobby Tolan homered for Cincinnati in the first inning, and the Reds lead the Dodgers 2 to nothing at the end of one. Drysdale against Gary Nolan. Line drive, and it is over Bobby Mercer out into left field. Base set on his way to third is Cullen. The throw goes to second, and safe at second base is Franklin with a double. fielded that ball and left, whipped it to second, and Brinkman was safe by an eyelash as Horace Clark applied the tag, but just not in time. So all the Senators have their forfeit, and the batter will be the catcher, Paul Casanova. starts in the Washington bullpen. Right-hander Casey Cox. Casanova bounced back to Stottlemyre's first time up. Full wind-up by Mel. The pitch is in there for a strike. time in the game the Senators have had a runner or runners in scoring position. A one pitch. Just a bit inside for a ball. One and one. In the first inning the Senators had a runner at second with one out. In the third inning they had a runner at second with one out. Meyer takes the sign from Gibbs, looks over to third base, sees Cullen, Brinkman at second, the pitch, popped up foul behind the plate, it'll be out of play, back out of the screen, one ball, two strike count on Paul Casanova, Casanova was the all-star catcher a couple of years ago, He was voted to the team. I don't believe he got into the All-Star game. I think Freehand caught all, what was it, 15 innings. And last year, Casanova tailed off considerably. Fans have come alive here at the stadium. The wind-up on the pitch. Foul back. Keep having a tendency to refer to this beautiful ballpark as the D.C. Stadium, which was the name of it until this year when it was renamed in honor of the late Robert F. Kennedy. It is now Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Stadium. A ball and two strikes on Paul Casanova. Stottlemyre, full windup. The kick, here's the pitch. Ground ball to third. Mercer has it. Fires on to first in time, and the side is retired. 
Mercer throws out Casanova, and for the Senators, no runs, a pair of hits. There were no Yankee errors, and the runners are left. At the end of four, Yankees eight, Senators nothing. Bill Edwards here, Monday through Friday at 7 in the morning and 1 in the afternoon on WGY Schenectady, New York. Joe Pepitone, Tom Tresh, and Bill Robinson view up in that order as we go to the top of the fifth. Dick Bosman on the hill for the Senators, and between every half inning, the photographers get up, move over in front of the presidential section to snap pictures of President Nixon and his party. Here's the pitch to Pepe. It is low ball one. Pepitone flied to center in the second inning, then he doubled to right center field in the third. He's facing Bosman for the first time. Right-hander kicks and fires. Pepitone pops it up in a shallow center. Coming hard is Unser. He's under it now. And he's got it. Unser had a pretty long run for that when he was playing Pepitone deep. But he got to it. So there's one out and Tom Thresh the batter. Thresh knocked in the first run of the season for the Yankees with a single to right field in the second, delivering Roy White from third base. Then in the third, he flied out to right fielder Ed Stroud. The pitch to Thresh. He takes it low. behind the plate. Evens the count of ball on a strike. Tresh was a doubtful starter up until game time today because he has been suffering from a rather heavy cold and sore throat. Had he not been able to play, of course, Gene Michael would have filled in his short. But he informed manager how he was able. He takes low, two balls, one strike. Yankees have backup protection at every infield position. Michael backs up Thresh at short. Bobby Cox, the backup man for Mercer at third. Nate Oliver will back up Clark at second. And Len Bamer will back up Pepitone at first. 2-1 pitch coming. Thresh fouls it away to the seats on the third base side. Michael can also play second. So can Cox. Bamer can play all around the infield. He's had experience at all four infield positions. And backing up the outfield, Dick Simpson and Billy Cowan. The other Yankee catcher and not a backup man by any means as he will share the duties with Gibbs this year is Frank Fernandez. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch to Tresh. Bouncer down the first baseline. Fielded by Epstein behind the bag. Makes the play unassisted. And there are two out. You'd have to say the Yankees have a strong bench this year. Bill Robinson steps into the plate. Robbie has reached twice, scored once. He reached on a fielder's choice in the second, stole the second base, and scored. 
He walked in the fourth. Bounces a foul back out of play. Yes, the Yankees have a good bench. And uh, should anything happen there to uh, weaken the bench, they have some fine young ball players. Will be at Syracuse. No one pitch. Inside. One ball, one strike. Think about Felix. You have to think about Tommy Chope. Had a very good spring. Young catcher, Thurman Munson, Tony Salida, Frank Baker, the shortstop. Pitch is high to Robinson. Two balls and a strike. They are names to keep in mind. They'll, I'm sure, see action eventually at Yankee Stadium. Ball quite impressive this spring. 2-1 pitch. It is a bit low. Ball three. another young man that I think is going to be a good one is that Ronnie Bloomberg. He gets a little more experience. Jim Lytle, another fine young outfielder. You think about some of the youngsters in the organization. 3-1 pitch to Robinson. Golf foul past Hauser at third. Tony Salida, we mentioned. Think about pitchers. Think about John Cumberland. Tell you a left-hander that looked quite impressive. Was that Gary Jones? Didn't he? Yes, he did. They're all names to keep in mind. Mickey Scott, another one. All right, 3-2 pitch to Robinson. Swing! And a miss, strike three. That is the first strikeout by Washington pitching. As the Yankees go down in order. Nothing across, and at the end of four and a half, the score, New York 8, Washington nothing. We go to the bottom half of the fifth inning. Pitcher Dick Bosman due to lead off, and he will bat. There is no activity in the Senator bullpen. There has been no reason for activity at all in the Yankee bullpen with Stottlemyre in control through the first four. Bosman is a right-hand hitter. He'll be followed by Unser and then Stroud. <laughs> Mel's first pitch. It is over but low. He had the outside corner but downstairs. Pitch misses, ball two. With a temperature here in the middle to upper 60s. One of the finest opening days I can remember in a long time. And in New York today, temperature of 70, we're told. 2 nothing pitch. Bosman takes low ball three, and Stottlemyre's way behind on the pitcher, Dick Bosman.
has a strike. Three and one. Yankees have scored their eight runs on seven hits, helped along by a couple of Senator errors. Stottlemyre has allowed four hits, two singles and two doubles. He winds and he deals, and he's got a strike two. Full count, three and two on Bosman. Del Unser is on deck. Crowd here in excess of 40,000. The pitch. Swung on and missed. He swung at a bad pitch and throws his bat down in disgust. That pitch was outside and low, and Bosman bit for it. For Mel Stottlemyre, second strikeout of the game. Big hand for Del Unser. He's going to be a favorite here in Washington. In this ball game, he's had two hits, a single and a double. He plays center field like a greyhound. He moves, and he's got a good arm. He takes a strike over the inside corner. This answer last year, you may recall, participated in 10 double plays and had 22 assists from center field. He lines this one. He's got his third hit to left field. A single left for answer, his third hit of the ball game. Base hit number five for Washington. And it brings up Ed Stroud, the creeper. Stroud grounded out to Clark in the first inning. And then was robbed of a base hit on a diving, tumbling, somersaulting catch by Roy White in the third. Oh, what a catch White made on that play. Stottlemyre from the stretch. Fastball is in, strike call. Stroud had quite a day against the Yankees last year at the stadium. I can remember a doubleheader and nine trips. I think he had a single, a double, a triple, and two home runs. Next pitch to him. Line to the center field. He's hit. Unser turns second and now goes back. Kenny can't pick it up, but Unser had stopped at second. It's a single for Stroud, and the Senators have runners at first and second. Base at number six. Well, again, this huge crowd comes to life. Checks the outfield defenses. He sees Kenny over toward the alley on the left side. White is deep and left. Robinson gives up the foul line and right. He's in right center and deep. Swing and a miss by Howard. Strike one. Infield fades to the left. Fresh midway between second and third. Clark squeezed over toward the bag at second. The right side of the infield fairly well open. Pepitone knows back and he can move well to his right should the occasion arise. Stottlemyre kicks and deals. Check swing and a strike two. No balls, two strikes on Howard. Frank 
Frank Howard led all the major leagues in homers last year with 44. Quick now, how many did he hit against the Yankees? He said none. You were absolutely right. Only team he did not homer against. 0-2 pitch to him. Swing and a miss. Stottlemyre got him. Third strikeout for Stottlemyre. two down. The batter is Mike Epstein who has walked and flied to Kenny and center. Fresh telling the outfield that there are two away. Just a reminder. The outfield plays straight away on Epstein. Kenny right up the middle in deep center. The set by Stottlemyre and the pitch. Check swing, it's low, ball one. The Yankee outfield really does not play Epstein as a strict full hitter. Bill Robinson still is well over toward the alley in right center field. He and Clark playing the same way. to draw a straight line between them. The pitch, low inside, dug up nicely by Gibbs. Shortstop Tresh is well over towards second base and deep. But Clark less than halfway between second and first. He favors the second base side of the infield. Set by Stottlemyre. 2 nothing pitch to Epstein. Inside at the knees. Ball three. The only walk given up by Stottlemyre was to Epstein in the first inning. It was a semi-intentional walk. Well, had first base open and didn't want to give the left-hander too much to swing at with the right-hander McMullen following. There's the set, 3-0 pitch. Strike call, caught the outside corner. Yankees leading 8-0. In case you're just tuning our way, Frank Messer here with Bill Rizzuto and Jerry Coleman. In Washington, the set by Stottlemyre, 3-1 pitch, lined, and it's past Trash in the left center. Base hit, the Senators will score. Roy White throw goes into second base over Clark's head, but Pevaton backs him up with no harm done. And the Senators have scored on a single by Mike Epstein. A line drive, Trash dove for it and couldn't get it. Trash made a valiant try to preserve the shutout. For his close friend, Mel Stottlemyre, but could not quite reach it. And that is the first run the Senators have scored on an opening day game since 1966, when Frank Howard hit a home run against Cleveland. They had been shut out on opening day for 25 and two-thirds innings. Lindy McDaniel gets up now in the Yankee bullpen. It's an 8-1 to ball game. Ed Stroud now at third, Epstein at first. The batter is Ken McMullen, the third baseman. He has hit back to the mound and grounded the second. Right-hand batter. Pepitone holding against Epstein. The pitch is low, ball one. Senators now show one run on seven hits. The Yankees have eight runs on seven hits.
Lindy McDaniel begins loosening up in the Yankee bullpen under the watchful eye of bullpen coach Jim Hegan. Runners at the corners, two down. Donald Meyer looking down to Gibbs, starts his move, and the 1-0 pitch to McMullen. It's high and tight, two balls and no strikes. On deck for the Senators is Tim Cullen, their second baseman. Third base coach Wayne Terwilliger has a word with the runner, Ed Stroud. The pitch to the plate. Get on the ground is short. Fresh has it. Fires it to Clark. The force is executed at second on Epstein and the side retired. Senators come up with one run on three hits. There were no Yankee errors and two men are left on base. So now at the end of five full innings of play, the score, the New York Yankees, eight, the Washington Senators, one. Atlantic has crossed the Pacific to bring fine imported China to your table delicate, translucent, fine china, and at an unbelievable low, low price. Decorated in a soft gray pattern and trimmed with a thin band of silver, this fine china is called Royal Elegance. A four-piece place setting is available at participating Atlantic stations at a ridiculous low price with your purchase of eight gallons of gasoline. This offer may vary in some states, but this beautiful fine china will never vary in its translucent, delicate beauty. Each four-piece place setting consists of a cup and saucer, dinner plate, bread and butter plate. You can even charge Royal Elegance on your Atlantic Richfield credit card. Stop in at any participating Atlantic station today and pick up Royal Elegance. Once you do, you'll never put it down. Gibbs is set to lead off as we go to the sixth inning. The Yankees in front eight to one. Gibbs has had a big part in it. He's batted in a run and he has scored a run. Single to knock in the second run of the game in the second inning. Reached on an error and scored in the fourth. Dick Bosman winds and deals. Gibbs looks and a strike called across at the letters. And the one strike pitch to Jake. Get on the ground to the right side. Cullen digs it off the left ankle. Throws on the first base in time. One out and Stottlemyre will bat. Dignitaries galore on hand this afternoon. President Nixon still in his seat. Stottlemyre swings and misses strike one. Baseball Commissioner Bui Kuhn. 
American League President Joe Cronin, Yankee President Mike Burke, just to mention a few of them. Senator's owner Bob Short, of course. A one pitch, swing and a miss by Mel, and what appeared to be a sinker. No balls, two strikes. Stottlemyre's a batter. Is 0-4-2. However, he has reached on a fielder's choice and scored a run. In a line drive to left field that was caught over the head by Frank Howard back in the second. 0-2 pitch to him. Swing and a miss, strike three. Dropped by Casanova. Stottlemyre is tagged at the plate. Second strikeout for Bosman. Bosman now has retired everybody he has faced since coming on in relief of Humphreys in the fourth. He's retired six men. Second baseman Horace Clark knocked in a run with a single in the fourth inning, later scored run number seven for the Yankees. The pitch to him. Down low, ball one. Clark is one for three. Looking down the batting order, every Yankee has either had a base hit or scored a run in this game. The wind up in the pitch. Fly ball out into right center field, chasing Unser back into his left. He's there, makes the catch. Del Unser, the center fielder, moving back into his left to retire Clark, and the Yankees get out in order. Nothing across. And at the end of the top half of the sixth inning, the score, the New York Yankees eight and the Washington Senators one. One change for the Yankees as we go to the bottom half of the sixth. Gene Michael replaces Tom Tresh at shortstop. Michael now at short, replacing Tresh. Gene Michael at short for the Yankees. Michael. Now, two very important dates to remember. A week from today, the welcome home luncheon in the grand ballroom of the Waldorf Astoria. We'll see you there at noon. All the Yankees will be there. And then a week from tomorrow, we'll see at Yankee Stadium. And all the Yankees, you better believe me, will be there. Here's Tim Cullen to lead off the bottom half of the sixth. He's one for two in the ball game. Single to center his last time up. Right-hand hitter takes a strike. Got the outside corner at the knees. White plays him fairly deep out in left field. Robinson gives up the foul line at right. Jerry Kenny in center. 
to his own right, our left. The pitch. And there's a line drive out into left center. It's going to drop in for the base hit. Jerry Kenny over to it, scoops it up on the ground, fires into second. And Tim Cullen has his second hit of the ball game. And for the Senators, base hit number eight. Now the shortstop, Ed Brinkman. Casey Cox is up again on the Washington bullpen, right-hand pitcher. Brinkman, one for two. Takes ball one. Brinkman struck out in the second, doubled in the fourth. The pitch to him. Lined out on the right center. It's going to be in for a base hit. Bill Robinson cuts it off quickly. Fires back and Cullen holds it second. Brinkman has his second hit of the ball game. hit number nine. Uh, now we have time called as center fielder Jerry Kenny comes in toward the Yankee dugout. Jake Gibbs at the mound talking to Stottlemyre. Gary Holman has come out on deck for the Senators. Jerry Kenny running in from center field has disappeared into the Yankee dugout. Now he reappears and on the dead run heads back towards center field. While we have a moment, let's pause right now. This is New York Yankee baseball and we pause for station identification. Join me, Harry Downey, weekdays 10 to 11.30 a.m. here on WGY 810 on your dial, Schenectady. We're ready to go. Runners at first and second. Nobody out. Casanova waiting. Sotomayor off the stretch. Here's the pitch. He misses. Ball one. The Senators' nine hits have now come in the last two innings. They've got three hits and a run in the fifth. A set by Sotomayor. Dealing to Casanova. There's a long drive down the left side. However, it is fading. It is foul. Lindy McDaniel throwing again on the Yankee bullpen. Casey Cox warming up in the Senator bullpen, and Gary Holman, first baseman and outfielder, has come out on deck to bat for Bosman. Battlemeyer takes the sign from Gibbs. Cullen and Brinkman lead away, and the pitch. High pop foul. Gibbs coming back toward the screen. He's got room. He is under it, and he's got it. And that's all for Casanova as he fouls out to catcher Jake Gibbs, one down. And we'll have Gary Holman running for Bosman. 
Smallman was a fine pinch hitter for the Senators last year. As a pinch hitter, he batted 344 with 11 hits and 32 trips. Left-hand hitter. Good first baseman, too. He swings to the first one, sends a long drive to left. White throws over, and White has it. Roy White coasted right with it, moving toward the corner, and pulled it in. The Holman first ball hitting is retired. And there's that hand again for Del Unser, who is three for three. Two singles and a double for Unser. He scored the only run for Washington. He's up with runners at first and second, two outs. And the pitch is just off the outside. Corner ball run. Bill Rizzuto waiting in the wings right now to come in and describe the final three innings for you. 1-0 pitch on the way. It is low this time to the left-hand hitting Dell Unser. bats and throws left-handed. He chokes up about two or three inches on the bat handle now, waiting. 2-0 pitch. Swung on and looped foul to the seats off the third base side. Two balls and a strike. Like to say hello to all our friends up Albany, New York way. And a fine time up there in the Yankee caravan this past winter. Really treated us nice, and we appreciate it. 2-1 pitch now to Unser. It is a ball three, three and one. Brinkman at first. Two outs. The set by Stottlemyre on the pitch. Get on the ground toward Clark. He's got it. Flips it to Michael. Force play at second on Brinkman, and the side is retired. So Unser is retired for the first time in this game, and for the Senators in the bottom half of the sixth inning. No runs, despite two base hits. There were no Yankee errors, and two men are left on. At the end of six full innings, the score, the Yankees eight and the Senators one. Totals on this ball game right now. For the Yankees, eight runs, seven hits, no errors. And for the Senators, one run, nine hits, and two errors. The Senators have had the opportunities. They have left so far nine men on base. The Yankees have left two on base. Pasquale started for the Senators, gave up four runs on five hits. Humphreys gave up four runs on two hits. Stottlemyre has allowed the Senators one run on nine hits, 
Mel has struck out three and he has walked one. Casey Cox coming in. Right-hander Casey Cox will be the new pitcher. And looking quickly at the scoreboard, the Dodgers have moved in front of the Reds three to two at the end of two and a half. Don Drysdale pitching for L.A., Gary Nolan for Cincinnati. Cincinnati got a two-run lead in the first inning on home runs by Pete Rose and Bobby Tolan. But now the Dodgers have come back with one in the second and two in the third for a three-to-two lead. San Francisco plays in Atlanta tonight, and those are the only other games scheduled on this opening day. Well, through six. The Yankees leading 8-1, to one, and we're going to slip away and uh, make room right now for the scooter. We'll be in here to tell you all about the rest of this one. So let me slip out. And Phil Rizzuto, you ready to go to work here, Ben? All set, Frank. And everything has been turning out beautifully for uh, the New York Yankees today. Opening day and uh, got off to a... 8-0 lead. They lead now 8-1. Senators scored in the fifth inning. But the Yankees have shown what we've been telling you all spring with their hustle, their speed on the bases. And a little surprising, the long ball from two fellas you, you don't really expect it from, Jerry Kenny and Bobby Mercer, who had back-to-back -back home runs in the third inning. Bobby Mercer also singled in the fourth and has driven in three runs for the Yankees today. Joseph Casey Cox, he likes to go by the nickname of Casey. He's a big fella, six feet, five inches tall, 200 pounds. And he'll be pitching to Jerry Kenny. Jerry lined hard to center field his first time up, lined a homer into the right field uh, bleaches against the scoreboard, actually not in the bleaches. And uh, then popped to third base in the fourth inning. Sun shining brightly. We couldn't ask for a better day today in the nation's capital. Full house. Casey Cox, the first pitch to Kenny is low ball one. Ken McMullen playing very shallow at third base. So is Brinkman at shortstop. Kenny with that good speed. Pitch by Cox. This outside and high ball two. Two and all. President Nixon still here at the ball game. The 2-0 pitch is lined to left field for a base hit. That's going to be a double at least. Kenny around first. Look at him go. Frank Howard up with the ball and Kenny is in with a stand-up double. Man, Jerry, Kenny went with that pitch. Something we've seen both teams do today, getting those opposite field base hits. So Jerry gets his second base hit of the ball game. First hit off Cox. And for the Yankees, their eighth base hit of the ball game. Here's Bobby Mercer, fly to center. Hit a long home run in the upper deck in the third and single to right. They drive in two more in the fourth. The pitch is low and inside ball one. One of those games, the Yankees took advantage of their base hits. A couple of miscues by the Senators. They have eight runs on eight hits. The Senators actually out hitting the Yankees nine to eight, but the Senators have managed to pick up only one run. The pitch to Mercer. Lying to right field, but foul. He got around on a high curveball. 
Yankees have three stolen bases in the ballgame. Roy White stole second and third in the second inning. And then Bill Robinson stole second base in the second inning. Both of them coming around to score. On deck is Roy White. Stretch by Casey Cox. His pitch is fouled to our left and out of play. Just below the battery of cameramen we have in the booth next to us. Boy, I tell you, they really got him. They got him all over the ballpark. Vince Lombardi is here today. He's always been a great baseball fan. And when he was mentioned as a possible candidate for commissioner of baseball, he was very excited. The pitch swing and a miss. He went after a high outside curveball. So Bobby Mercer is struck out. And the batter now, Roy White. Roy over two, walked in the second, bounced the second in the third, and popped the second in the fourth. straight away on Roy, batting left-handed against the right-hander Casey Cox. On deck, Joe Pepitone. Kenny leads away. Here's the stretch. The pitch swing and a foul over by the center to dugout. Strike one. Secret service men all over this ballpark. Maybe that one Secret Service man has not seen one play in the ballgame. He's sitting right in back of the Senator dugout with his back to the field, just scouting the stands, keeping an eye out. Cox ready again. The pitch low and outside, one-on-one. taking no chances. I was down the field before the game started, walking around, didn't have my field card out. The big red card, and I had a hand put on my arm by a Secret Service man. He said, let me see your card, please, and I whipped it out in a hurry. Outside. Two balls and a strike. Yankees eight, Senators one, top of the seventh. Hunter plays uh, deep center field here at the stadium. Stretch by Cox. His pitch is fouled on the left field line. That'll go into the seat and out of play. Well back in the crowd. Count is even on Roy White, two and two. Yankees have an off day tomorrow before resuming activities with Washington Wednesday night and then again Thursday afternoon. All right, Cox gets the sign from Casanova. Checks Kenny at second base. Kicks, delivers, is fouled again, almost in the same spot, and the crowd down the left field line. Hmm. 
It's a beautiful ball ballpark, Robert uh, Kennedy Memorial Stadium, as they've renamed it. it. Used to be DC Stadium. Completely encircled by stands. Wind never a factor in this ballpark. Why the balls travel so well here? All right, Cox, ready again. His 2-2 pitch is fouled to our left and out of play. Roy is just slapping at that ball. With two strikes on him, he's trying to protect the plate. I'm sure you heard that, but if you didn't, 45,113. Largest crowd ever to see an opening game in Washington, D.C. And the magic names of uh, President Nixon, Ted Williams, helped bring that crowd here. Swing and a miss. He struck him out on a low sinker. So Casey Cox, after giving up and leadoff double to Jerry Kenny has struck out Bobby Mercer and Roy White and here's Pepitone. Joe fly to center in the second, double to right center in the third and fly to center in the fifth. Two men are out. in the background. The pitch by Cox is low and inside, ball one. On deck, Gene Michael, who went in to replace Tommy Tresh. As you heard, Tommy had been feeling terrible. He did not play in yesterday's game against the Giants. He was a doubtful starter today, but he didn't drove in the first run of the ball game. Pitch to Pepe. Pop foul. Might be playable. Mike Epstein over in front of the center to dugout. Makes the catch in foul territory. So for the Yankees, no runs on a base hit. There were no errors and a man left. And the score now at the end of six and a half innings. The Yankees eight and the Senators one. Mel Stottlemyre will be pitching to Ed Stroud, Frank Howard, and Mike Epstein here in the bottom of the seventh. The Yankees leading 8-1. to one. All the teams will have uh, the little emblem on their left sleeves signifying the uh, centennial year of baseball, 100 years. The umpires, I notice, are wearing them on their right sleeve just to be a little different. We have five umpires in today's game, one down the left field line. The first pitch head, Stroud, is strike one call. Stroud has bounced to second. Fly to left field where Roy White made a spectacular diving, uh, tumbling one-hand catching and single at center. Pitch one down the left field line. Roy White starts in, goes back on the warning track. Back, makes the catch right against the fence. Couldn't go back another inch. Stroud laid the wood to that one. Almost had himself an opposite field home run. Roy White, though, playing it very well. Leaned against the fence to make the catch, and it's one away, and here's Frank Howard. Stroud getting on Howard a little bit. He struck out in the fifth inning with two men on. And the third inning fly to right, and the first inning bounced to Bobby Mercer at third. Come on, 
Fans in the sunshine really enjoying this shirt sleeve weather. Side on curve, bounce to short. Michael is there, up with it. Fires the first in time. Frank Howard's retired. And it's two away. That brings up Mike Epstein, who has driven in the only run for the Senators. With a single to left center field in the fifth inning. He's also fly to center and walk. So Mike is one for two. Two men out. Nobody on. Stottlemyre's pitch is low ball one. On deck, Ken McMullen. The curve swing and a miss. Strike one, one and one. Mike was swinging for the fences on that one. They play Epstein just about straight away. Give him a lot of room down the right field and left field line. Curve, bounce, foul down the right field line. A ball and two strikes. of unusual the way they bunch Epstein towards center field. A left-hand batter, Bill Robinson, is well over in right center. And Roy White well over in left center. And there's a bouncer to Stottlemyre. He one-hands it. Easy toss to Pepitone for the out, and Stottlemyre has a 1-2-3 inning. And now at the end of seven full innings, it's the Yankees eight, the Senators one. For the top of the eighth inning, Yankees leading 8-1 in the opening game of the season. Gene Michael up for his first time. As we told you, he's filling in for Tommy Tresh. Tommy has been up three times with one base hit. Gene has switched to batting left-hander. Casey Cox. The fourth senator pitcher in the afternoon delivers a pop-up to the left side. The third baseman, McMullen, right there, makes the catch, and it's one away. So Michael, first ball swinging, pops out the third. That'll bring up Bill Robinson. Bill bounced into a fourth play, walked and struck out. He has stolen a base and scored a run in this game. Yankees have three stolen bases. into the windup. His pitch is inside ball one. Both bullpens are uh, heating up. Plenty of action. Two pitches in each bullpen. Don Nottabon, Joe Verbanek up for the Yankees. Robbie takes a pitch outside. Ball two, two and oh. They got a left-hander throwing easily in the center of the bullpen. Frank Bertana. The pitch is right down the middle, strike call. Casey Cox is scheduled to be the fifth hitter next inning, and uh, Ted Williams figures if they get some men on, he'll pinch hit for the pitcher. The 2-1 delivery, strike two call, two and two. 
Bobby took two fastballs right down the pipe. On deck, Jake Gibbs. The 2-2 pitch, a bouncer slowly hit the short. Breckman will have to hurry up with it. Fires her first in time to get Robinson by his stride. Two away. And it brings up Gibbs. Jake, single a left in the second inning. Reached on an error in the fourth. And bounced to second base in the sixth. Nobody on. Yankees eight. Senators one. Top of the eighth. The Mets open tomorrow against the new Montreal Expos at Shea Stadium. Jake takes a strike. Ooh, a pitch. Missed everybody. Hit the screen. One on one. At the end of three and a half innings now, it's the Dodgers three and the Cincinnati Reds two. Drysdale against Nolan. Pete Rose and Bob Tolan homered in the first inning for Cincinnati. The one one delivery. Slow curve, high ball two, two and one. A reminder, don't forget the big welcome home luncheon for the Yankees at the Grand Ballroom of the Waldorf Astoria. On Monday, April the 14th, Joe Garagiola will be the MC. Mayor Lindsay will be there. Mike Burke, all the Yankees. And Ted Williams, and there's a base hit over third down the left field line. That'll be a double for Gibbs. And Jake rounds second and then holds on as Howard Strokens in a third base. Beautiful throw by the big man. From the fence in deep left field, right to third on a fly. So Gibbs going to the opposite field. Doubles the second hit off Casey Cox. Been a lot of opposite field base hits in this game. And I think the hitters are getting a little smart now. They've been swinging for their toes for those home runs. And the averages have been dwindling. But now they're going with the pitch. And as you can see, each team has nine base hits. Here's Stottlemyre. Mel line to left. Bunted into a fourth play and struck out. Two men are out. Gibbs at second. The pitch to Stottlemyre outside. Ball one. Horace Clark on deck. Again, the right hand already. Pitch is over. Strike called. one pitch. Swing and a foul back upstairs out of play. And in the upper deck had it dropped it. It went down below. Somebody gave President Nixon a glove and uh, every once in a while he puts it on. He's been happy as a young boy watching this ball game, smiling, talking to everybody. Really having a picnic. One and two on Mel. The pitch is low and outside. Evens the count of two and two. 
Jake Gibbs, good-sized lead off second base. They're not trying to hold him too close. Ready for the 2-2 pitch. Foul back upstairs out of play. Mel just trying to chop at that ball. Yankees are going to have a real interesting team this year. They keep getting the good pitching with the speed they've got. They make a lot of teams worry. Again, the 2-2 pitch. Low and outside, it's a full count. Dick Hauser coaching at third, Elston Howard at first. shakes off one time. Now he's got the one he likes. Checks Gibbs at second. His pitch, low ball four. Stottlemyre works his way on with a base on ball. That's first walk given up by Casey Cox, and it brings up Horace Clark. Horace, one for four. He's flying to center twice, bounced to first, single to center, has driven in a run and scored a run. Stottlemyre putting on the jacket as the shadows start to creep across the field. Beautiful ballpark. It's 335 down each line. 378 in right center, 381 in left center, and 410 to straightaway center. Tremendous long scoreboard. Runs from the right field foul line almost out to center field. Runners at first and second. Two out. Pitch to Clark low. Ball one. On deck, Jerry Kenny. Runners lead off first and second. Cox delivers hits as bad as he tries to check. And right into the stands. And boy, I... Hit a kid right in the hands. Uh, he was just getting ready. It looked like to take a picture. Didn't have time, but he's lucky that it hit him in the hand. He's got a camera. Never hit the camera. That could have been dangerous had he had the camera up to his face because he's wearing glasses, and now he's got the camera set right at the hitter. Shaking that left hand. The pitch is high ball two, two and one. Usher goes down to find out if he's all right. And he is. you got to be on your toes when you're sitting in those box seats down around the railing. It was accidental foul. Come back like a bullet. The 2-1 pitch. Strike call. 2-2. Two, two. two balls. Two strikes. Two out. Two men on. 8-1 to one, the Yankees lead. Top of the eighth. Digging in at the plate. Stretched by Cox. His pitch swing and a miss. He struck him out. And that's strikeout number three for Casey Cox. For the Yankees, no runs. One base hit, no errors, and two men left. 
And the score now at the end of seven and a half. The Yankees eight, the Senators one. Ken McMullen leads it off for Washington as they trail eight to one here in the bottom of the eighth. McMullen 0 for 3, hit to the box, bounced to second and bounced to short. Mel Stoudemire has been in there all the way. His curve is over, strike call. Stoudemire rocks back. Curve, bounce to third base, foul. Bobby Mercer up with it, throws to first. Would have been in plenty of time, but it's a foul ball. McMullen comes back. Fans are having a lot of fun at this game, and we want to remind you fans not to forget the big fun days at Yankee Stadium this season. There's Cap Day on May the 3rd, Ball Day on May 25th, and Bat Day on June 15th. Three real big fun days at the stadium. 0-2 on McMullen. Pitch is in there. Strike three called. McMullen caught looking. Stoudemire picks up his fourth strike out of the ball game. And the batter, Tim Cullen. Cullen's two for three. Bounce the third and the second. And then single to center in the fourth and sixth innings. Cullen takes a pitch low, ball one. Stottlemyre has had only two innings in where he's retired the Senators 1-2-3. That was the second inning and last inning the seventh. His pitch is lined to left field, a base hit. Cullen's third base hit of the ball game. Ian Unser now have three hits apiece. And that's the tenth hit off Mel Stottlemyre. Here's Ed Brinkman, who has two base hits. Struck out in the second. Double a left in the fourth. Singles to right center field in the sixth. Pepitone whistling to Stottlemyre. Not holding Cullen too close to first base. Stretch by Stottlemyre. The pitch is low ball one. I told you, Unser has three base hits. Cullen has three base hits. Brinkman has two. And all three of those hitters choke well up on the bat. Just meeting that ball. The 1-0 pitch is a curve over strike call. one and one On deck, the catcher, Paul Casanova. Cullen leads away. Stottlemyre delivers. Ground ball hits slowly to second. Clark has to go to first base. In time to get Brinkman moving to second base is Cullen. And that ball was hit right off the end of the bat. Had a lot of English on it. Was really twisting and squirming. But Clark stayed with it. Here's Casanova. 0 for 3. Hit to the box. Bounce to third. Foul to the catcher. Now Mel looks in for the sign from Jake Gibbs. Here's the stretch. 
The pitch lined up the middle as a base hit. It's going to score a run. Cullen runs third. He comes in to score. And it's an 8-2 ball game as Casanova drilled one up the middle. And the batter now, Bernie Allen. Bench hitting for Casey Cox. Stand better. Eleven hits now for the Senators. Only two runs. Yankees have nine hits and eight runs. The stretch. The pitch right down the middle. Strike call. Frank Bertana, the left-hander, loosening up for the Senators, and Lindy McDaniel in the Yankee bullpen. Pitch is bounce foul. Nelly Fox to his left has it. 0-2 the count. Nelly flips it to Pepitone, who fires it back to Stottlemyre. On deck, Del Unser. Casanova leads off first. Pitch is lined. A base hit to right field. Stopping at second base, Casanova. And that's the 12th hit for the Washington Senators. Bernie Allen coming through with a pinch hit single. And here's that dangerous man, Del Unser. Unser is single to center, double to left, and single to left. He's also bounced to second base. Left-hand batter. Well, base it. Kind of games that Eddie Lopad used to pitch for the Yankees. A lot of base hits, very, very few runs. Stretch by Stottlemyre. The pitch bounced to second base. Clock right there. Big hop. Flips to Pepitone in time. And the Senators in the bottom of the eighth pick up a run on three base hits. No Yankee errors, two men left. And the score at the end of eight full innings, the Yankees eight and the Senators two. Well, we're going to have a new pitcher coming on for the Washington Senators. And for the Yankees, it'll be Jerry Kenny. Bob Mercer and Roy White the face who's ever coming in Bernie Allen who pinch hit remains in the game at third base Bernie Allen is third Higgins pitching and Dennis Higgins is coming in to do the pitching Frank Bettina had been doing most of the loosening up. And then Dennis Higgins got up and he's coming in. This is the fifth pitcher for Washington. Camilo Pasquale started. Bob Humphreys came on. Dick Bosman, Casey Cox, and now Dennis Higgins. So Jerry Kenny, who has lined the center. 
Lined a home run over the right field fence. Popped a third and double a left field. Will lead it off. At the end of five innings, it's still the Dodgers three and the Reds two. Drysdale against Nolan. Pete Rose and Bobby Tolan homered in the first inning for Cincinnati. But then the Dodgers scored one in the second and two in the third. The Giants play Atlanta tonight. And uh, along with this game, the Yankees and the Senators, the only game scheduled for today. Let's see what's happening here. President Nixon is standing up. I don't know whether he's leaving or not. Mr. Short is standing up, calling Mrs. Short over. They have seven children, the Shorts. And Mr. Short is the owner of the uh, Washington Senators. He's bringing his family over to meet President Nixon, and this will be a thrill. There they go, tracing over. The first pitch to Jerry Kenny is ball one from Dennis Higgins. Yankees lead 8-2, top of the ninth. Come on, The pitch is outside ball two. And I'm informed it's tracing over, not tracing over. The 2-0 delivery. Line to center field. Right there is Unser, though. Thinks and he makes the catch. Boy, that Kenny has hit the ball right on the button four times today. Four of the five times. The other time he popped a third and has two base hits to show, but he has been hitting the ball solidly. Here's Bobby Mercer, who's two for four. Bobby fly to center. Holman in the upper deck in right field. Single a right to drive in two more in the fourth. And struck out in the seventh. Strike one, Bobby. Roy White on deck. Higgins with the no wind-up delivery. Swing and a miss at a fastball. Strike two. Higgins taking no time out on the mound. Rocks back. The pitch is high, ball one. One out, nobody on. We're in the ninth inning. Pitch by Higgins, a curve over, strike three called. Mercer is caught looking at a beautiful curveball. Sixth Yankee to get down on strikes in the ball game, and now Roy White. Roy Walk bounced to second, popped to second, and struck out. Yankees lead 8-2. Pepitone on deck. Pitch by Higgins is low and outside, ball one. Higgins rocks back, kicks, delivers a foul just below it. 
one-on-one. Here's the wind-up. The pitch is low ball two, two months. Two out, nobody on. Higgins ready. Low with the fastball is three and one. Casanova fires that ball back to his pitches. They've got to be alert. Choking up on the bat slightly. Batting left-handed against Dennis Higgins. Here's the 3-1 pitch. Foul over towards the center of the dugout. Full count. Elston Howard chasing it down. Good to see Ellie back in the Yankee uniform coaching at first. Dick Hauser, of course, the coach at third. Frank Grissetti will see him when Seattle comes into town. And now the payoff pitch. Ground ball hit to short. Brinkman has it. Fires in time to get Roy White. So the Yankees are down in order here in the top of the ninth inning. And at the end of eight and a half innings, the Yankees eight, the Senators two. I've got a tractor here that's all brand new this year. It'll do your work while you just steer. Here's a riding mower. It's a real sweet goer. Bring along your wife. We'd love to show her. And please keep up in mind the ones you walk behind. Better rotary mowers you'll never find. See them all. See them all. See them all. See them all. That's your Alice Chalmers, the product dealer. This season, there's something really new in riding mowers. The scamper. Push the control stick forward and go. Pull it back, you're in reverse. No clutching, no stopping. Spin around trees. Whip along flower beds. With the scamper riding mower's new automatic drive, you're really in command. Give it a whirl soon at your Alice Chalmers outdoor product dealer. And while you're there, see them all. Rotary mowers. Riding mowers. On and garden factor. At your Alice Chalmers outdoor product dealer. go into the bottom of the ninth. Stottlemyre has Ed Stroud, Frank Howard, and Mike Epstein to cope with. But the Yankees leading 8-2. to two. Lindy McDaniel continues to throw in the Yankee bullpen. And Frank Patena, the left-hander, in the center of the bullpen. Ed Stroud, one for four on the day, bounced to second, fly to left, single to center, and then fly to left again. Pitch to Stroud, a curve inside ball one. All the cameramen popping out of the center of the dugout again, ready to uh, take pictures. Uh, President Nixon making his exit. There's a strike to Stroud, one and one. I know he's still there, Sandy, but I, you weren't listening. I said they're getting ready to take his picture when he makes his exit. Bouncing ball in the hole. Base hit the left field.
That's the 13th hit by the Senator. And now Frank Collins. Getting kind of a rough treatment from the fans here. He's 0 for 4. Bounced to third, flying to right, struck out, and bounced to short. Stretches, pitch to Howard, swing and a miss, strike one. This big fella doesn't have to swing hard to hit him out of the park. Gene Michael wanted to say something to Horace Clark. Horace ran over, got the words of wisdom, runs back. Stroud at first with nobody out in the bottom of the ninth. Yankees lead 8-2. Adelmeyer sets. His pitch is low and away, one-on-one. Mike Epstein on deck. Here's the stretch. Pitch is hit deep to center. This one's gone. A line drive over the center field fence. Epstein, who is one for three, a walk and a single. Foul down the third baseline, one and one. Just was saying before how it hit that one, he doesn't have to swing hard to hit him out of here. And he golfed a low sinker, I'm telling you, you don't see him hit any harder than that. 8-4, the Yankees lead. Nobody out here in the bottom of the ninth. Stottlemyre's pitch, bouncing ball in the hole. Pepitone one-hands it. Throws to Stottlemyre in time on a good play by Pepitone and Stottlemyre as they take a base hit away from Mike Epstein. Man, if that one had gone through, I'm afraid that might have been all for Mel Stottlemyre. And now we're going to have a pinch hitter for the pitcher, Dennis Higgins. Looks like Hank Allen coming up. Hank Allen batting for Dennis Higgins. Hank had himself a fine spring. As a matter of fact, Hank caught the ball that President Nixon threw out. The first one that he threw out. He eventually threw out two more. There's a pitch low, ball one. Hank, a right-hand batter, like his brother, Richie Allen of the Phils. He's bigger and stronger than his brother Richie, but he doesn't hit like his brother. Bouncing ball at second. Clark gets the big hop. Throws to first in time, and it's two away.
two out, nobody on. The batter, Tim Cullen, who was three for four. He bounced the third in the second inning, then had three straight singles his next three times up. Twice to center, one to left. The pitch is strike one to Tim Cullen. Battlemeyer's next pitch is low. One and one. Two out, nobody on. Eight to four, the Yankees lead. Well, I tell you, these Senator fans shouldn't be too disappointed, even though they're trailing eight to four. Foul back, one ball, two strikes. Their team has come up with 14 bases. That's an indication that uh, they've learned something from Ted Williams. And if they hit like this all year, they're going to win a lot of ball games. And by the same token, the Yankee fans should take heart, making their hits count. Curve is low, evens the count of two and two. You get nine hits and eight runs, you're really hitting in the clutch. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Pitch by Stottlemyre. Just outside, man, that was close. I don't know how he laid off that one. Full count, three and two. count on Tim Cullen. Here's the payoff pitch. Low ball four. Stottlemyre gives up only his second walk of the ball game. His first walk was in the first inning to Mike Epstein. And this is only the second man he's walked and Mel is very fortunate that he uh, did not walk too many with all the base hits that he has allowed. Here's Eddie Brinkman, who's two for four. A single and a double. He's also struck out and bounced to second. All right, Mel looks in for the sign. Here's the stretch. The runner goes. The pitch is hit deep to left center field. Warwhite back there. He's there. Makes the catch. And that ends the ball game. But the Senators pick up two runs. On two hits, no Yankee errors, a man left. And the final score of the game, the Yankees eight, the Senators four. And now this is Bill Rizzuto speaking for Jerry Coleman and Frank Messer, saying so long from Robert F. Kennedy Stadium in Washington, D.C. <laughs>